This podcast will absolutely contain explicit language, so suck it up, Buttercup, and get ready for the Tuesday aftermath. Hey, bud. How's life without football? Well, I'll tell you what, man. That was about, uh, it ended about 202 beers ago, and I tried to watch the XFL, so I feel like it's still life without football, if I'm being honest with you. Well, it's Tuesday, and we have a special guest, and we got the XFL and a combine going on right now. What do we do? I think it's time to uh, restart the aftermath. Crank it up. Holy shit, what did I get myself into? All right, all right, all right. So finally, we got um, we got the man, the, the myth, myth, the, the legend. legend. We got Stush Gosh. on with us this week. Uh, you guys have heard us talk about him all year. He's our uh, he's the guy that knows where everything's buried. Uh, Jimmy Hoffa doesn't know where Stush is buried. Let's put it that way. So, uh, he, he's buried more hookers than Sopranos. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so thanks for coming I'm on, fine. man. We really appreciate it. No, thank it, you. It, it feels like we've done this before, and I can't believe this is your it, very, it very, is, deja vu. It is. very I, first I, I, time. I'm a podcast virgin, and, and this is exciting, man. This <laughs> yeah. is like Groundhog Day, but anyhow, <laughs> it absolutely oh. is. I mean, look, look, it's a great venue. You know, we have great drinks, great bartender. Oh, yeah. You know, I was a little oh surprised God. that you guys had a few strippers. You know, when I showed up, I thought, wow, you know, you know, Chantel and Cinnamon are here. So they, they're here every Tuesday? Um, well, not not every Tuesday. It's like it's like dance or I choke yeah. you. To be fair, though, see they, so they walk from like um, from the farm. From the Duke and Dungeon. Down understand. to the Dollar General. No, I understand. And so it's, if you it's interrupt regional them, talent that you have. <laughs> regional. But, nonetheless... Still impressed, you know. So you guys make know to how to be, make. To a be guest fair, though, welcome. they both excelled at the combine. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the combine. let's jump right into this. We're about to talk XFL, and I said earlier, I don't know, like twenty-seven hours ago, <laughs> allegedly, that when Stush walked in, we're gonna make him draw from the hat like Bud and I did for our favorite, yeah, XFL that's team. Became, that's how it became a wild wild. Stush lover. comes strutting in like a pimp with his DC oh, Defenders that's right. shirt. Yeah, that's right. Just he's been wearing at this time fan. At this point, he's been wearing it for two days. I mean, <laughs> to, be, to be fair, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember him not being a fan. That's right. Of, uh, lifetime of the, fan. Def, the defenders, DC defenders. So we need Different. five more guest hosts so to pick could, the rest yeah. of the team out. Yeah. Right. Rest of the league. You know, it does, doesn't matter. Throw out, throw out the records when the uh, Wildcats are involved. So but, let's uh, just. So let's just, let's do. Uh, I've been asked um, all season. Everybody asks us. We literally, I don't know. I, I we're probably top five football podcast, of you know, out there, maybe of all time. I don't be, right. I mean, is that too much of all time? Anyway. I think that's a little bit humble. Yeah. So well, you know, let me just say one thing about XXFL. The Zephel. 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 The Zephel League. They got the kickoff right. <laughs> <laughs> so I keep hearing it's it. That's, that's the first so, I heard that. So, first I heard that. First I heard that. So let's let's start with the kickoff because I keep I keep hearing. And it. And then like, we'll talk about all the other. Roles. I keep hearing they're like uh, Bud slash Jeff. Um, what do you think about the XFL kickoff? Because we think they got it right. We think the NFL needs to immediately go to this. And so uh, here's my take on it. It is essentially when when you give NFL athletes 
the opportunity to plan for this, to Wait, scheme so, for let, this. Let me preface this. With what? Because a lot of people listening to this don't understand what we're talking about. Okay. Tell uh, us about the kickoff. The coverage team starts at the 35. Everyone but the kicker and the defending blockers or returning blockers start at the 30. Yeah. So only people on the other than those two yard lines is the kickers kicking clear off back at the what the 45 and the returners the you know, the the kickers actually kick off a little deeper so that way they put the ball in play. So so the goal is you, you basically got all the, the blockers within 5 yards of each other yeah. and no one can move until the return man catches the ball. Yeah. All right. Go ahead, bud. So it's that simple. Yeah. So, so it's here, like something you did at recess. And here's the high. thing, though. So we give we, we give the best coaches and the best players in the world time to um, uh, adjust to this. There's going to be a touchdown, one out of four kicks, yeah. right? You they're agree? Are, okay. They're already starting. Like, to figure I'm not it saying out. it doesn't work. They're already starting to figure it out. You know, they had one like little reverse right this past weekend, and they ran it. It back. doesn't take much, right? So they're going to figure it out. And you're right. If you if you take it and stick it into the NFL. Um, oh. it's, it's a whole nother level. I, one whole out of four level. might be underestimating how many. Like, right. I'm thinking, like, if I'm the Chiefs and I got Tyree Kill back there, I can find a way to get him through. It's essentially playing against zero jailbreak coverage. Right. Here's a question, though. If one, ever, one out of every four kickoff returns is a touchdown and there's zero concussions involved, why would you change it? Well, because – It's all about player safety. Because we want to see Patrick Mahomes on the field. We're, we we don't not want to take Patrick Mahomes off the field three out of four – or one out of four times. Do like, we? I'm, no, I'm, I'm just – I don't. I want to see offense. I want to see 11 players doing their job. I want to see offensive linemen, you know, moving around. I want to see tight ends doing their thing. I, I don't – I to kick off to I don't – like, I'm not a guy that misses the kickoff returns. Do you guys miss the kickoff return no, in the no, NFL? No. Absolutely. Really? I just said that to be contrary. Yeah. Let's move on. No, you know what my favorite thing used to be is when a, a guy would return like two kickoffs for touchdowns in the NFL. And they're like, you know what? Is that the MVP? Remember Vicekahama? Yeah. That's right. You don't remember Vicekahama? <laughs> Nobody in the nineties, nineteen ninety three, Vicekahama was turning kickoff touchdowns left and right, and uh, yeah, they, oh, they changed the game. And then when he would get to the goalpost, he would he would he would box it up. You don't remember Vicekahama? I think you're making that all up. <laughs> I do. Google. Um, so what's some other what's some other rules they got that we all can right, go let's over go right that on. people are trying to tell me are better? We talked about that. Okay, let's go right to after the touchdown, the extra, the extra point. No field goals or kicks. Yeah, no kicks for point after. No attempt. kicks for point out. Uh, you, you get to run a play from the two-yard line. That will give you one point. If you decide to run the play from a five-yard line, it give you two points. If you run the play from the 10-yard line, it give you three points. Yeah. That's no a, kicking. I don't think that's horrible. I like you, it. I like it. Yeah, I think that's fine. I think gra- I think that's a, a graduated points is a. I think that's a good experiment. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I like it. Okay. Uh, by the way, let's just preface this by the FXL can uh, experiment with all these rules and figure out what the audience hates and what the audience likes. Did you well, just say the FXL? <laughs> I think you said the it's Zephyl. The Zephyl. 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 Like it's the Wizard of Oz, the Wizard of Zephyl. So let's go right to uh, uh, when it comes to a two-minute drill. All right, so. Yeah, this was interesting. Yeah. Uh, what they have, they have a five-second runoff on the play clock before they start the actual game clock to let players get in position to, you know, defenders. So there's none of that stupid offsides cheap penalty, which, uh eh, we can debate that. 
But what we talked about earlier off the air is the problem is the play clock goes from 40 seconds to 25 seconds. Yes. In, in FL, it's 40 seconds. In XFL, it's so let's talk about 25 this. seconds. Let's talk about this. And that's 15 seconds. That's in a huge our, difference. In our pre-show meeting. Um, pre-show kinda, meeting. In our pre-show meeting, we kind of got into this. Um, I'm not a fan. I, I think that the... the the 25 second clock was a giant mistake because what it's what it's done, and um, I kind of touched on this earlier. It's the same thing as saying, "Okay, I want you to I want you to have a good restaurant, but everything has to be out the, you know to the table in 10 minutes. The food can only be so good." So the XFL, like if you watch the game, like you know, Dush, I know you watch you know <laughs> by your Twitter. DC I can fin- tell you watch it. I know you don't miss a defender game. No, absolutely. Not. But um, but I'm saying though, like they're always in such a rush to get set that there's not a, there's not as much uh, substitution. There's not as much you know, right? And personnel then you take, change. You, you take in the fact that these uh, the quality of athletes, you know, obviously isn't what the NFL right. is, and now you're going to narrow down that time block. It's even more difficult. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So so what are you going to do as a coach? You're going to play it safe. You're going to say you know. You know, go, go to your five wide, which is what most of them do. Maybe, maybe may, they might go eleven personnel, right. and then okay, y'all run the same routes, uh, go into pass protection, and that's what I was talking about earlier. The offensive line gets to do nothing. Like they're like the offensive line, they're the least complicated. No, it's so simplified. It, it, it's, it's so simplified. As an offensive lineman, though, you don't mind it too much, do you? <laughs> no, you'd rather run block. No, absolutely. You'd rather yeah. run block. But, yeah. it, but if you notice the, ex, uh, the Zephyl, uh, they run block out of a two-point stance. Yeah. They don't, they, their knuckles never hit the ground. Yeah. So that, but there that, doesn't seem to be a football. lot of pulling. There doesn't, you know, it's just straight-on block. Like I said, that's why I, I finally watched a, I watched the replay of a Seattle So, game. hey, pick your – okay, let's say you're, you're going to go under 40. What would be your time? Like 35, 33, 32? 30. 30. I think five more seconds would help. Yeah. But wow. but but I don't I don't think we t- we we kind of touched on this uh, <laughs> early, this week when we were doing show notes, and I don't I don't necessarily think that the the play clock is what speeds up the game. We talked about this. It's the commercials. It's the if a guy as soon as a guy twists an ankle, you got to take a three minute commercial. Right. That's what slows football down. I mean, college football is up to what four hours now. We sat here and watched the national championship game. Was it almost well, four and a half hours? Replays also. Okay, yeah. here's but it's but it's not no, the play. No, let me digress. I go to a high school game every Completely. week. They play it in two hours. Yeah. As a middle aged man. Uh, 24 hours of my life is completely boring. If a great college football game takes up four hours, that 24, I'm I'm happy. Well, then you're on my side. Yeah, I'm completely happy. That's what I'm saying. Like extend it. But I think like the play seconds, clock should be at 50 seconds. Thir- 30 seconds or 35 <laughs> seconds because they have a dedicated yeah. ball spotter. Oh Seriously, yeah, the you know, ball spotter. Right, the guy with the worst title in the world. <laughs> Stut- no, <laughs> Stush is obsessed with the ball spotter. I think it's a great idea. No, it's a great idea. The guy got a red hat. Well, yeah, no, it's a cool hat. He got a cool red. He's hat. like the fluffer, right? No, no, no. <laughs> fluffer. <laughs> no, but here's and if you're laughing or you're upset that I said fluffer, you're just as bad as I am because you know what that term means. No, but here's what's awesome about that, though. Uh, you know, when the wide receiver gets his 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 first down every third play and flips the ball and is and is doing his dance, doesn't matter. The ball's being spotted. That's I think right. that is something that's going to come to the yeah, NFL like I agree. quick. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I like uh, that. I like the halftime, the 10-minute halftime. Oh, yeah, 10-minute halftime. You know, but, I mean, with that said, 
There's you know, last Super Bowl, you know, J Lo and Shakira need all the time. No, they, can they get. need like 30 minutes, maybe a half hour yeah. or 45 minutes, yeah. something like that. They what about RuPaul? You can't do that in 10 minutes. 37 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, you're talking about receiver catching the ball, flipping the ball. Uh, you only need one foot in. Uh, inbounds for a reception. Which is better. That's how it ought to be across football. In, in XFL compared to NFL. It ought to be that way in every sport. It's easy. It's Stash? easier to determine. I don't know. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I, I sort of like that differentiation between college and professional. You gotta have two feet in bounds. Acting act, acting a little bit more. As a matter of fact, I feel that you need to put three points of contact. You need <laughs> two hands and one foot and or two elbow. feet. Yeah, <laughs> elbow, forehead. I want to see some real professionalism. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Just take it to the next level. I'm all about excellence. So let me move on to another. Okay, Please. so this is the most convoluted thing to explain over a podcast is when you go into over and after a couple aftermaths. A couple. We've went through like three balls of whiskey. It's only five in the afternoon. It's only, yeah, it's five in the afternoon in it's Japan. Five in the morning. Yeah. yeah. So what happens when you go into overtime? Uh, let's say your team gets the ball at, at the five-yard line and you got one down to score. And let's just say they get to – Well, oh, this is the penalty kick situation you were talking about. Yeah, when you were telling us about soccer. About you, when you were talking about soccer. I was never talking about soccer. You said this is you just said, like it's soccer. just like soccer, my favorite sport. I'm going to kick you both. I'm going to soccer kick you both. <laughs> I'm going to penalty kick you both. Right. <sighs> I'm so distracted at so, this point. This is, no, no, you explain. You explain. I, I, believe, I believe you told us – Earlier, that uh, each team got five possessions, and then after those possessions, the 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 leading score you get a point per touchdown. Well, it's just like best of five. Best of five, I believe. I don't know. You explained to me it's just like soccer. Oh, under the bus. Take that one. Take that one, bud. Under the bus. That's what it is. It's best of five out of the two teams. Yeah. So that that's weird. we just haven't seen it. Feels yet. like so we just need to so not go into couple, overtime. Overtime rules are. You haven't seen the overtime thing yet. You haven't seen. You know they have a double forward pass, which I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah. We yeah, have not talked about that. Double yeah, forward I, pass. I have not so, saw that used yet. I, I haven't seen it. Let me explain yet. that a little bit. I don't know why. The first forward pass has to be behind a line of scrimmage right. for that pers- that pers- that person to throw the next four so he pass. can he catches it behind the line of scrimmage he can still throw it yeah right. even well, the only thing i wish pass. i don't know i also that way basically what we're saying is you can pitch it and then that guy can still be a quarterback yeah right? Here, here's my thing for. i don't mind that no and i feel like i'd be you i'd be trying it yeah, i just haven't like seen it in, in i just the they XFL, have two seconds all of play. the xfl games i've watched you know <laughs> i just i just wish that the first forward pass if it was incomplete would still be a live ball because if you're going to do that for the offense, you need to do something for the defense. It'd be no. very, I don't besides, hate that Besides, we've no, always seen idea. it. The defensive, the defensive player is going to pick it up and run towards the end zone anyhow. Yeah. Because he's trained to do that. Yeah. So I don't see no problem with that. No, I don't so hate that. So it kind of like that neutralizes that whole thing. Um, we talked about one-foot reception. Uh, oh, by the way, the game clock continues to run, whether it's incomplete or out-of-bounds play. Just yeah. to shorten a game. <laughs> and we talked about how – we bring that up. How, I'm not against the shortening the game, but it affects their revenue, right? Go ahead, bring that up. Oh yeah, I mean you you got commercial time, you got commercial yes, hours you can sell, you've got blocks of time you can yeah, you've got how many times? I mean we've watched uh, NFL and CBS our entire lives, and how many times do they advertise sixty minutes in the second 
NFL game on CBS during the game. So every five minutes that game goes yeah, longer. That's, that's one more like you know one more. Here's the thing: sixty minutes, one more sixty minutes, one more. How 60 minutes. sad is it? That you know when this game's over, 60 Minute comes on and football's over for the day. Oh, that, like, tic- that it's TikTok. A feeling, it's a feeling of depression. That TikTok yeah. used to be the worst thing ever. Oh. Yeah. Because uh, you know you get ready for school the next day. So let's go around. What, uh, what are you guys uh, – how are you guys feeling about what the XFL's putting on the field, though? Like, um, it's do, how do, do you feel it's succeeding? Do you feel it's in the right direction? Um, I, I, think, um, I think it's in the right direction. Um, I don't think it's successful yet. You know, I, I mean, everybody's talking about it, so I think that's the success. That, I, right? Yeah, I think it's – You know, people are talking about it. It's right. just – you know, you can't, you can't take the XFL and compare it to the NFL. It's not competing against no. the NFL. It's playing at a whole different time in a year. So, you know, it's a different quality of player. You know, we haven't even talked about – we haven't even touched on the salaries. You know, there's oh, such yeah. a big differentiation or di- difference in salaries. From Can I run NFL through that? I'll run through it real quick. Well, let's talk yeah. about the business side of it. Okay. Yeah. But, um, so, um, a player makes about $27,000 a year. That's base salary. Base salary. If he starts every game, he makes an additional $16,000. Well, no, no, no. Let me, let me let's say $27,000 a season because, I mean, it's only 10 games. That's right. I don't make $27,000 in 10 weeks. All right. 10 weeks. 10 okay. weeks. Twenty-seven thousand. Might I don't know. If he starts every game, he makes sixteen thousand. Podcasting doesn't pay. What you think? <laughs> it's close. Uh, if he if they win half their games, he makes an additional eleven thousand. So in the F- XFL or uh, Zephel, the Zephel, the average salary is fifty-five thousand or between forty-four thousand and sixty-six thousand uh, in ten weeks. Compared to the minimum salary of an NFL player. Being four hundred ninety-five thousand. Four hundred ninety-five thousand. That's like that's thirteen percent. Thirteen percent is what they're going to make of an no, NFL no. player. Well, and the highest-paid XFL player makes thirteen percent of the bare minimum in the NFL. Minimum. Right. That's yeah. right. And, and and that's where I think. And, I think it's worth talking about. I keep saying, you know, we're not comparing XFL necessarily to NFL, but I think it's just going to be difficult. To keep guys playing in the XFL for you know what's the maximum sixty six thousand dollars a year? I mean those dudes, you know they're gonna have, to have other jobs. Yeah, because their job's not gonna give them like you know, oh so, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. So, so they're gonna be you take know, you three months off. They're gonna be building decks in the in the, in the summer. I, I just want to say this: <laughs> the, the average United States Postal Service carrier makes less than sixty thousand a year. Yeah, but not in ten weeks. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It takes him all year to make sixty thousand, and no, these guys no, do I, it in I ten weeks. Saying, but let's just no, say, no, no, we're not, and then okay. I go build decks okay. and mow no, grass. No, no, but think of it this way: we're not so let's you. say the guy that comes in to be a U.S. postal carrier that can't make it. Now he's going to go get a job for thirteen percent of that because it's all relative. No, it's not. No, it is relative. It's literally no, it's relative. not. Guy, no, it's not. You're this, wrong. Two fifty percent. As smart of, as you are, Stush, in this business film, <laughs> you're wrong about this. Fifty percent of the XFL players are ex NFL players that couldn't make it. So they went from forty percent. Okay. Okay. Forty percent. You, you now they're gonna, now they're going to stick around and play football. For, all these guys are playing it just hoping that they get pulled into the NFL. You oh, only yeah. need. 450 per people. You know how many people want to play? 
professional football. For well, no, no, life. there's a difference, but but can you main, maintain a league quality? We talked earlier. Can you maintain a league what quality? What it takes as a UFC fighter, and you make thirty grand, and you win your fight, you make thirty grand, and after taxes and paying your agent and paying your gym, uh, you have to fight like six times a year to make sixty grand, or go dig a ditch or carry mail. Yeah, but what what we're saying though is football's not easy. Like, there's a lot of guys. There, there's a yeah, but for wh- ten weeks, but for but, ten no, weeks, but it's not just but, ten weeks. But every, you know, when you played football, it wasn't just during the season. Oh yeah, I mean, when you were playing, it's at least three months. High school or it's it at least college, three months. You know, you were training, you were doing whatever. I mean, this is well. That we're just a hey, stush. Every guy. I don't know. So are you still line, stush? Some are, of those XFL linemen they ain't training a whole lot. I'm telling you, stush. Are you still are you still lifting? Are you still lifting? Yeah. You're gonna lift anyhow. Might as well play XFL. <laughs> I think about si- I, I sidebarred this conversation, but let's go on. We were talking about roles. We we're talking about how much they get paid. Um, where were we at? We were talking about the, is is it successful? I I think that the product they're putting out there is successful. But when I look at the game, I I don't see you know everything. You know, it's it's just basic. Everything is so so basic. I mean, even compared to like. High school, college, whatever. Are uh, you saying quality of play? Yeah, it's just, yeah. it's just, it, it's, 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 it's the, constant. The, it's hike the ball and throw the slant pass. Like that is ninety percent of the league. Yeah. There's just nothing's intricate. Yeah, the I don't think they need to make moving. it. You don't need to make it that different from the NFL, right? Like I want to watch football from August, the end of August, till yeah. the end of May or whatever. You know what I mean? August, till the start of August. Well, whatever. <laughs> I mean, like, we watch football year-round as yeah. long as it's not the same people. Right. And getting beat the shit kind of Well, my, my problem is we just talked about these guys wanting to go to the NFL. Um, well, I, gu- I guarantee the NFL is not taking an offensive lineman that all he does is stand up and pass protect That's right. for two seconds. Right. Like, he's not showing any. He's not showing any. The, the tight end play, like, that's the biggest – you know that's the biggest position in the NFL and uh, not yeah. college yet. They're they're doing very little. Ex, you know they're not standing out in the Zephyl well, because. <laughs> oh my god! I fucking coined the phrase. You're saying it regularly. Because now. here's the thing: what <laughs> hey, makes? Let's record this for a third time. That's all we said. <laughs> what makes what makes tight ends so uh, unique and effective now in the NFL is that you don't you know the the combination of block run uh they might break into a pass pattern these the plays are going so quick the tight end doesn't have time to fake a block and then release and he or he doesn't have time to the intricate beautiful things about it's not single there. wing wing team it's, it's not there the wishbone it's not yep. there as much as like hey let's spread out and just throw the ball around like oh my god i miss the details exactly. to football, one hundred percent. The details and that's to football what's are a beautiful thing. Well, because I was told growing up, and I ran in a wing tee, is uh, oh, that's like wiping paint paint dry. But guess what? Everyone loves that shit. No, no, it'd be great, and it would be effective. Twenty one, twelve, but you 22. but you can't showcase your talents when you're doing. It's just like the receiver, the best receivers in the XFL, like they're not running. They're not. They're, I tell you, I, I don't think I've saw a dig route this year. I don't think I've saw anybody like the the routes are so simple and everything right. is is so rushed because of pass protection. I know I've not yeah. seen a dig route. Yeah, I'm just. 
I'm just saying, like it's just, no, I, I agree with it's you. It's so basic. You don't even see a go route because there's no time. And if you do, it's just a, it's, they're just right. lobbing it up. But you're also not seeing the the safeties aren't doing anything either. Everybody just drops into man. You, you got, usually have two safeties over the top. It's so basic that it's that that it's not going to translate as to where if they would give these time, you know guys time on the play clock, give him coaching. Then, then you can. Well, they're getting coached because the coaches are in all their constant. ears. Right? Yeah, I mean they're they're talking to. I well, mean that's another which that's weird too. Right, they're talking to the quarterback, the running backs, the receivers during I, like I almost know. during the play, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So when you watch a game, you know, coming from, you know, what we watch a national championship, right? We're watching it on the uh, the what is it called, a coach's corner or whatever. Yeah. you know what I mean. So we don't have to listen to the announcers, film the film room, right? Yeah. And. Um, you you listen you watch the NFL or the XFL and there's so much narrative because yeah. you hear the coaches which is sort of cool like it's sort of neat to hear that like but I think you know I think you said it earlier there's a lot of people out there that probably don't even know what they're talking about but you hear the coaches they're interviewing players on the sideline between plays that's a yeah that's just that it's, stuff it's I almost could, annoying uh, that that can be I a can, little yeah I could do without yeah. that. You know, so. so I guess I guess I guess my thing is I think the product they're putting out there is pretty good. It looks good on television. I think that like literally like the uniforms look good. I mean that t-shirt is gorgeous. I mean I'm kind of jealous. That's a nice well, t-shirt. it's yeah, it go, a go nice on the, I, I tell you, it's it's uh, go on the XFL's uh, uh, website. That's a tri blend. It's a tri blend. It's a nice shirt. But my my yeah, point is expensive. just this, me this personally. He's me, wearing 100 cotton. Me, no, that's a, that's a cotton uh, poly uh, blend. <laughs> 50-50. Me personally would rather see a almost like a a bunch of different offenses and and guys learning how to play a technical game and the details like Max is talking about. Well, hey, That's just I want to see hey, bud, NFL D League, man. That's yes. what I wanted. That's here's the thing. You that didn't work. A A F A F. Yeah, but that was a finance. Thing. No, stop. It wasn't stop. a game. And me and you are a rare breed. All the intricate stuff about. Um, you know, the block and the, the way I'm blocks, you know, the, the, you know, 21, yeah, 12 exactly. Yeah, you're actually good. I haven't the seen the average a, fan, seen the average fan you want to bring in. By the way, the St. Louis Battlehawks, as racist as that name is, uh, Oliver Luck came in and said, we're lucky to get 15,000 people in the stadium for any home game. Yeah. When they play, they almost have 30,000 oh, people Oh, no, they're there. loving it. Yeah. No, I'm not against like enjoying it or anything, but like, I think you could do both. And you got to bring in the average freaking fan. So we talk about you need to be in a big market, and you're like, I don't understand how you could could put a Dallas team in there when there's always a Dallas NFL team in there. Like, you just need that big, huge TV market to to pay for shit. You're not going to get loyal fans to XFL in markets that have – these dedicated uh, NFL fans. Right. Here's the thing. Like there, the no, Dallas. I think fans, you're wrong about that. There's not going to be a, a Zephyl team in Green Bay. If no. you're, you're diehard. And that's why Dallas, you know, you have it in Dallas. You have LA, New York, Seattle, St. Louis, Houston, Dallas, DC, and Tampa Bay. I'll tell you what, as a Washington Rescue fan, I have no problem going to watch the D- DC Defenders because uh, that owner sucks. <laughs> you know what? Well, I'm not saying all Donkey. of them are bad. I'm just saying that some of them, like Dallas. Like I don't. Well, here's the. What else are you gonna do? You, you you can't boycott the defenders. I'm, I'm sorry, uh, uh, the Renegades. Yeah, come on, man. I'm not Dallas. The uh, Cowboys DC. are not playing. Yeah, really? I just. It's a huge TV market, which is good for the. I'm the just league. saying that if you had a if team you want it to last in Columbus, 
we're all there. This is all like, about you. Like if this Saturday they're playing. No, at, I think there's other cities at, like that at the soccer stadium. Hey, let let's, or me the remind shoe, you. Let me remind at. you, just to keep the the Columbus Blue, uh, Blue Jackets, which is an NHL team. Remember, we're talking hockey. They had to like uh, pass a like a ten million dollar tax well, levy to keep that team in the freaking town. Well, yeah, because nobody really cared about them. I mean, I've been to Blue Jackets games. No, they no one. They're, they're, it's a party that happens to have a hockey game going on. That just might. But be But isn't that the Zephyl in a nutshell? Yeah, that's true. That's true. And do you really? I'm want, not against. Do you really that. think Let's Columbus talk. is going to pass a, another ten million dollar levy to keep a minor league football team in freaking city? Do you think they would have to, or do you think fans would actually go see them? I now, think it feels like you might be overestimating how much you know about the uh, the financial uh, um, workings of the Columbus. Yeah, that, yeah. The finer Columbus. So area. the Columbus glory comes back <laughs> oh my in God, the XFL, the and they need to pass a levy. Guess what? They're fucking gone because yeah. they're not passing that levy. Oh, I don't know because so. everyone is a high state Buckeye fan, and that's their football team. But they're not competing against the Buckeyes. Yeah, I don't think they have to play. That's that's your same you know argument what, though, about the Renegades it. in Dallas. You know what? It's they should start market. a Columbus XFL team and have them play the Buckeyes. Yeah, I'd show up for that. Or oh, or you have the XFL. You have a Super Bowl in the XFL that has to play the winner of the NFL. Oh my I, God! I want to see that <laughs> slaughter. Oh, it's such a slaughter. <laughs> no shit. You just proved my point. Moving on. Next topic. <laughs> So where are we at, XFL? We talk about rules. Oh, by the way, let me talk about Oliver Luck a little bit. Oliver Luck is the CEO of the XFL. Oliver Luck is Andrew Luck, who had to retire from the Indianapolis Colts. I'm sorry, have you heard this before? He didn't have to retire. He chose to retire. He chose to retire. He was shaking right. down. He had to take care of his beard and stuff. He had other <laughs> stuff to do. Like his neck and his spine and his brain. Well, that too. Well, I, I think Whatever. that beard on his neck probably had something to do with that. Absolutely. Oh, that was a lot happened. of beard. Do you, do you want another mixed drink? Remember he did that one commercial, too, and it was horrible. <laughs> Which one was that? That one commercial. That one? <laughs> it was like insurance or something. That would be for soap. So you're thinking of the beef jerky. That was Sasquatch. <laughs> that makes more sense. Yeah. Andrew Luck <laughs> likes beef jerky. So anyhow, Oliver Luck, his father, uh, played for the Mountaineers as quarterback, went to – the NFL played for five years for the Oilers. He has connections with West Virginia University on their uh, department of athletics. He has connections to the NCAA with their college football program. At one point, he was the president and general manager of, I think it was the Dallas Dynamos, a startup professional soccer team. So he has never watched soccer. Oh, from what I hear, you don't know who you've heard a shit ton about soccer. Next time I'm on, I'm going to wear my Dynamo shirt. <laughs> I will stab you in the face. <laughs> so anyhow, he has connections to college football, professional football, how to start a, a new uh, sports franchise. And he is, you know, the president and CEO. No, he's the CEO of the XFL right now. Uh, let's be honest. Is this a one and done or a three and done? Do you think behind closed doors these guys just want everyone makes their money? Just make a bunch of money and move on. I yeah, don't know. that could be the conversation. 
But how, like Bob, Bob Stoops? Do you think Bob Stoops want to hitch his wagon? Bob Stoops is here's the thing. This in the 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 reason I don't think it's about money is because the NFL prints enough money on on a one, you know, Sunday in the middle of October that they could buy the XFL and like there's something else. I think it's more about gambling. I think it's about the gambling. It's about I, gambling. S- I think they're trying out the gambling. Let's I think get right it's into all it. about trying out During gambling. the broadcast, they talk openly about the spreads, yeah. over-unders, everything. It's, it's about in-play gambling. It's I wouldn't about even, being able to I think sit, that's all it's about. sit in your living room on all these states that are legalizing gambling, sit in your living room, yep. and bet on the games during the game. They want, you know I, what? I, I got a question. I'll be the first one to say I can't wait yes. until Ohio legalizes They, they want to know. And I can do well, here's, I, here, by the way, I wrote this down for you. Here's a winner number for you, Stush, because <laughs> you got a problem. So you're saying if uh, the XFL is successful with promoting gambling and then NFL adopts it and no one has a problem with it, they'll just shut down the XFL? Yes. That's exactly what I'm saying. It's all about whether gambling is successful. I think it's. I think it's. An, I think this is just an experiment. It has nothing to do with what's on the field. And I think it's all about how do people react to us talking about the spread, showing the spread, showing the in the end game stuff, especially. Absolutely. Because if you're not a degenerate like like Stush and I, you you may not know a lot about that. If if you don't live in a state that has that, and it's awesome. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I think people will learn more about sports gambling. I mean, I think it's all yep. of that, right? And they'll start asking questions. Absolutely. How many times have you been like not this year, but just in general, like how many times have you been asked, like, oh, what's the uh, what's the money line? Like yeah. a lot of people don't know what a money line is. I'm like, yeah, how's that work? Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff. And so you and know who does you know learn. who does hate this is the not online gambling sites. Right. Because the last thing they want to do is start dealing with money lines and in game betting because no like no unofficial sites are going to deal with in-game betting. Right. So that's just my conspiracy theory. So you think the XFL was all designed around gambling? I think I think I think that pushed it through. Like I bet every year they're like, "Hey, we should do a new football league." But there's like if you look at the money that say say Seattle, say uh, Seattle Seahawks, the you know, they obviously pack their stadium every game they play there, uh, soccer or football. Do you really think that you go to them and go, hey, we got an idea. For five times this year, we're going to put 15,000 people in here. It's not even worth opening the fucking doors. Yeah. So what would be your reason to say yes? There has to be another reason. Like how long would it be before the XFL is, is putting enough stuff People in the stands to open yeah, that's what I was an say. NFL like stadium. Well, the, the St. Louis Battlehawks put thirty thousand people in the stands, and most times they do not. They, there you go. That's a six. There's they, one out of eight. Well, the, these XFL stadiums do not lose the NFL stadiums because it's a no, some bigger yeah, venue. Does. It is cheaper to go somewhere else. Because no, Seattle uses the NFL stadium. That's exactly why I use them as an example. But the other ones do not. Right. Most of them do not use the NFL. But I'm so, how? But I'm, I'm specifically saying, how do you talk Seattle into doing that? Just by being like, no, this is going to be worth it. Like, no, so of course thir- it's not. Thirty thousand people, you said. Twenty nine. It was like twenty. Say thirty it was, at how much a ticket? Forty five. Forty five. So it's like one point two, one point three million dollars in revenue. Yeah. And then they had to give like that point whatever to the actual venue, and they pocketed the rest. 
And then the venue collected also concessions, but they had to give a certain percentage of the concessions over to the actual league. The league collects uh, TV revenue, but they have to give a certain position of that to the actual team. Hmm. So it's always like they figure all that up. And I think this season cost them about oh my god, what was it? It's like a hundred million dollars to have yeah. this season. That's what I mean. I There's just no way can I don't, justify I don't, I don't, any of that. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I don't know that Except they're making for, a pile of money. But you like can just you said in one to three. But years. you can justify a lot of it. But in you Vegas. add, you, yeah, you add gambling to it. That you know, you huge. know what we need to know. Uh, bef- like we're 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 totally up against it here, but. You know, what we need to know is I'd like to see what the Vegas income outcome has been on the XFL because that money might have already been made. And we don't even know it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's I, I'm that's, you know, it's crackpot theory, but it is what it is. All right. That's uh, I, I think we feel good about our XFL talk um, after all the studying we did again. So. When we come back, we're going to do a four before with Stush. We're ambushing. I got more no. questions. <laughs> Total ambush. Oh, my yeah. God. Leon, Joe Buck. You guys are on in 20. And look at Joseph. Uh, Leon always stands on the left, you know, to showcase my good side. So uh, I, I always stand on the left, and I wouldn't even worry about it. You look great. Yeah, this is very true. Leon doesn't have a bad side, but I'm just saying, you see that dimple? It's my trademark dimple, baby. This is my good side, too. Look here, Joe, I hate to be the one to tell you this, man, but if that's your good side, you may want to stick the radio. Joe Buck here with the legendary Leon. Thanks for having me, Joe. All right, we're bringing back a legendary Bud and Max Tuesday Aftermath segment. The 4x4, especially designed for our man Stush. Completely ambushing stuff completely ambush. this was not on the job description <laughs> so I will, I will i will i will give you the rules like i did earlier in the in the night so you only have four nfl minutes to answer these questions okay. so with timeouts injury timeouts tv timeouts <laughs> <laughs> replay reviews replay reviews Which is an NFL two game. minute drill and general high drinks yeah. you've got Honestly, at this point, five hours. Yeah, yeah. If there's an NFL <laughs> these game, questions, yeah. are you ready? I, I can't wait. Who, who had the most passing yards in NFL in 2019? Uh, it's not Philip Rivers. <laughs> I hate you so it much. It wasn't Philip Rivers. Yes. Answer Is the question. Jameis Winston. Jameis? Yes! Oh, I can't believe how you knew know, that. Right, right. Who had the most INTs in 2019? Definitely. The- it had to be Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers? No. I would say Philip Rivers. Second guess? Um, no. No one comes you behind? Landry Jones. Landry Jones. <laughs> is it? You is might it, have said his name a little bit uh, like, it, like 30 seconds ago. Is it Philip Rivers? No. <laughs> he, he did say Philip Rivers 30 seconds ago. 35 <laughs> seconds ago. Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston. Congratulations. Nice. nice. Who had the most pick sixes in the NFL? Pick sixes. In 2019. And his uh, clue is not Philip Rivers. Defensive back or quarterback? No, not through him. Who threw threw the the most most pick sixes? sixes. This is the most deja vu situation I've ever been in my life. It is. It is. You think think I would know, but. That um, means it's Philip Rivers? It must be. It's not Philip Rivers. It's not Jameis Winston. It is Jameis Winston. Why are all the answers Jameis Winston? Because they're all negative questions. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay. So you like you love saying this guy's name. It must roll off your tongue. Who had the most passing touchdowns? Lamar Jackson. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Who had the most rushing yards in 2019? Lamar Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a pattern here. Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers. <laughs> okay. We Tom you, Brady. At this, <laughs> at this point, you have to come up with a different name with someone. Who had the most rushing touchdowns of 2019? It wasn't Ezekiel Elliott. No. 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 Damn. Damn. No. Wait a minute. I don't think it was. <laughs> another, another question. Who, who had the most <laughs> sideways yards in NFL history? <laughs> who had the most <laughs> lateral? Lateral Le- Le- rushing. Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell. Bell. Le'Veon Bell. Oh, he's so ding, patient, though. Ding, ding, ding. He's so ding. patient. Le'Veon Bell has more my yards. My God, behind. it makes you want to jam something in my eyeball every time somebody says, <laughs> Le'Veon patient. Bell is just being patient. No, he just doesn't want to get he's, hit. He's just being patient. It's third and one. Get the well. damn first down, for Christ's sake. What was the first year refrigeration was invented? Oh. Um, <laughs> 19. <laughs> 43. 18. 50. Get uh, out, really? Yes. Wow. Yes. What is, the, after your second arrest for gambling in Ohio. Second arrest. <laughs> second arrest. Yes. I happen to know that the first arrest, <laughs> the first arrest I've heard of- is a misdemeanor $1,000. <laughs> yes. Allegedly. Yes. That's what I've heard. It, it goes significantly up. Yeah, I think it's closer to $10,000. $5,000. How many days in jail? What's your, Is this an over-under? <laughs> over-under. <laughs> over-under. No, let's go prices right. Let's go prices right on this one. All right. Can one. we both guess? No. I think that's the only way prices right rolls work. I know. <laughs> no, because he's competing against you for the showcase showdown. Yeah, but... If, if, <laughs> but if we both don't say it, then you can't use prices right. So wait, rolls. this is second offense. You get caught. You gambling. go first, and you oh, can, he again, can say plus one. I have no idea how they catch you gambling. Like I, I didn't ask you how they catch like, you. How does I that ask happen? you what the second second arrest for gambling in the state of Ohio is. So it's, it's five thousand dollars and ten. I'll say that's what I was going to say. Ten days in jail. Well, after he says you can't say ten that. days in a hole. He said ten. So what do you say? Three. Oh my God. <laughs> this price is right, rules. 30 days. Oh, 30 days in a hole. Oh, 30 God. days in a hole. That's where the song comes from. For gambling. 30 days in a hole. Yeah. And that's it. You have that. to punt. Nobody knows. Time runs out on the clock. Damn. Oh, man. Damn. I thought you would. I did so my much guess better would have been you would have got a field goal. <laughs> <laughs> You're over here. I'm over here saying, he said 10. I'm over here, like, give you hand oh. signals plus you one. You thought those hand signals hey, you know were what? good? The, the, you, ever, you ever watch Price is Right? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He said 10, <laughs> and you said plus one, and you thought I would say 30? I thought you'd say 11, because <laughs> yeah. it was Price is Right rules. Price is Right rules. Oh, I got you. Oh, man. You needed you to miss said, more school. Question. Western PA, you said three? <laughs> plus one means three from 10? <laughs> yeah, that's... My argument is like, you said plus one, you thought I'd say. Go, go, DC Defenders is all I got to say. <laughs> oh, that, you know, so, uh, you know what? It's, that game's not for rookies. We'll come back. We'll talk combine drafts. CBA, yeah. free agency. Whole nine yards for the first time in this offseason. <laughs> oh. Oh. All right, as my man Max says, let's talk combine. 
So, uh, do you guys watch Combine? I love the Combine. I love the crazy drills that I used to do. Never done. You got great athletes doing weird shit by coaches they'll never see before. Uh, I love that receiver drill where they run the width of the field and there's a quarterback on each side of them and they catch, drop, catch, drop. Yeah. Worst drill ever. You practice dropping catch. You, you practice, practice dropping catches. You practice dropping the ball more. So do you really watch it or is it just sort of on? I'm, I'm weird. I actually love it. Yeah. Most people are like, uh, they, they turn it on and they take a nap. Yeah, that's, that's, that's me. But actually, I love all that shit. Yeah. I, my biggest problem with the combine is these the athletes don't get paid for it. Right. It's, it's, it's a little bit of, little bit of me thinks that they're like, you know what? Let's, let's make these little fuckers do everything we can because they got all the power as soon as we draft right. them. <laughs> and I think the coaches are like, nah, I don't know. Uh, just lay something down, make them jump over it. Nah, uh, make them do it again. Like, I mean, you guys see that they're, they're, they're rolling dummies out there and they're like, jump and get up and like, what, what? What is that? Yeah. Have you seen Wii Resort? What could we make them do from Wii Resort? That's yeah, exactly. It's like, so they do a drill to where, you know, you know, the linemen have to, you know, fall down and get back up. I'm like, right. well, I got news for an NFL play. He's already out of the play. Like, yeah, that's none over. That happens. <laughs> yeah, none that happens. That's over. That, that guy's like, ah, shit. Like, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I start yeah. smoking a cigarette. A defensive lineman's five yards <laughs> past. Yeah, it's done. Easily. It's done. Okay, so. There's no recovering. Here's my biggest problem with a draft. Well, we, there's a. With the draft, a draft or the come on? Oh, I got a problem with the draft, too. Okay. But well, I'll go What, right what are combine. we on now? The combine? Combine. Combine. So, uh, the linebacker from LSU, Queen. Yeah. He ran a 4-5 his first 40, which no one gives a shit about the 40 because once you have to run 40 yards. And you never run it in a straight line. Something bad has happened. Yeah. Something really bad has happened. Nobody's running 40 yards in a football game. So he runs his second 40 and he pulls a hamstring. At a combine he got invited to, he didn't get paid for it. And immediately because he pulls a hamstring – his draft stock yeah. drops. And, and and if he would have sat out and said, I don't need to run the 40, everybody would assume that he was going to run it fast. Like Chase Young's like, nah, I ain't right. running the fucking 40. Yeah. And they're like, oh, he must be fast. <laughs> like, yeah. He don't run the 40. Another thing about the combine I don't like is as soon as college football play stopped, all of a sudden Justin Herbert from uh, Oregon, his stock went through the roof. Gets better every day. Every day. Well, so, Explain. I'm just a little snake bit from what uh, over the years listened to commentators talking to me about quarterbacks who I didn't give a shit about during the regular season. Right. They build them up and build them up. Yeah. Well, I mean, as a Browns fan, you know, you've drafted a bunch of these clunkers. Like, you got, like, they've drafted a bunch of these clunkers. Like, they drafted, what was it? Johnny Manziel. What was Whedon, 28 years old? They talked him into 31. Oh, my God. 28, 31. 31. (laughs) He turned 31 when finally the season started. Uh, <laughs> Brady Quinn. Yeah. Like, I, I can go through the list. Be, yeah, because these guys show up. They're tall. And they, they yeah, look, Brady Quinn's they huge. Look, they Brady look, Quinn's huge. They look good people, standing on the podium. People want them to succeed. People want them to. Johnny Manziel had big hands from what I heard. Yeah. The Manziel things. that Nobody in football except the Browns thought that he was all right. No, yeah. you, do you, no Nobody. Okay. We're off topic here, but do you remember what Jimmy Haslam said? No. Some homeless guy said. I don't know who Jimmy Haslam is. He's the owner of the Browns. Oh. 
And he said on the way in on the day of the draft, some homeless guy told him, draft draft Johnny football. That homeless guy was Johnny. Here I am. (laughs) Yeah. There it is now. (laughs) I've worked a job my entire life. Don't listen to me. Listen to the homeless guy, right? So anyhow, let's go back to the combine. But I think that goes to the point of the combine. To me, it's completely useless. Uh, it's if, not relevant. If yeah, it's not you've relevant. watched these guys play forty games, right. and then all of a sudden, like I don't know, let, let me see how fast they run around these cones. Right. For That's going to two years. You've actually you've watched them in actual game yeah. play in combat. You've watched them react to adversity. Right. All of a sudden, this thirty, all, all this 30 second drill. Is going to decide whether you draft this guy. Where you well, it verifies what you already know about certain players. Now, I think there's certain positions that it may make a difference on. You know, we talked about it earlier about the, you know, the linemen. You know, okay, may, maybe you're going to verify right, right, that right. they are quick or yeah. something like that. I mean, when you have a guy that walks out there that's 365 pounds and runs a 5140, you know, agreed. You know, or, or the somebody's looking jump. at him going, whoa. Or okay. the vertical jump, yeah. yeah. But, like, okay, for, like, instance, like, defensive backs, guess what? They're all fast. Yep. It's, it's end of story. Like, the, none of them need to run. They're all fast. Like, that's no, nobody's why defensive watching defensive backs. No coach is watching a combine and making a decision on a quarterback just based on a combine. No, I, th- I think that – that's what they keep going on about uh, Jalen Hurts. Like, oh, he made himself a lot of money, made himself a lot of money. I'm like, well, to me, that's what you don't do. Yeah. Like if I watch this guy for five years, I know where he's at. Uh, it, 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 like you say, if if uh, he ran eighteen drills, and then now I'm like, oh no, I'm willing to move yeah. up. Like that's to me, that's silly. And I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it, but like go, uh, go well, with what my, you see on film. Just talking about Jalen Hurts, like um, I love that guy because he ran two different systems. He went to yeah, that's fine. Judging by that, yeah. The, the 30 seconds here, 30 seconds there at the combine mean nothing to me. And it, and it goes the opposite way, too. I don't think if a guy trips coming out of the starting blocks, like, well, he can't play in the NFL. Yeah, like That's it. It's it's Yeah, that's it. Well, that's what we talked about. That's like, it. He should play for the XFL. These guys, <laughs> yeah, he's going to the Zephyl. <laughs> these guys put up these times and all this. But the but if you look at the mock draft from October and, and October and then what actually happens in April, it doesn't change much. Like, the combine no. doesn't change any. The pro days don't really change like right. oh he had a great pro day well yeah no he wasn't playing against the defense and he he was wasn't wearing a shirt <laughs> like I, I don't understand like no they also had a water boy chasing with a broom <laughs> yeah oh yeah exactly like oh fair. man that, that's impressive that's impressive like i should bring a guy in and go show me how to use the screwdriver but instead of a screwdriver <laughs> I want to give you, you a, give a set of vice grips. <laughs> yeah, I want to give. Yeah, exactly. Instead of a screwdriver, use your hand and then just make a sound. Oh, yep. You know what? That's, it doesn't. It doesn't translate. Like if you're gonna, no, you know, it doesn't translate. You, you don't know how these guys. Like I want to see a guy. You know, uh, drop a pass from the quarterback and then get decked by a free safety. What does he say when he gets sure. back to the huddle? That's the guy that that's the guy you sure. want on your team. Well, like, I you brought this up earlier. Shits about let's just say off air. Uh, <laughs> I, I feel the interview process is very important. No, I, I think I think that's true. I think talk I think talking face to face with somebody and and getting a feel for the way they 
Just how, how do you feel? Scotch? Maybe that's what they should do. Instead, they lock these guys in a room with like a, <laughs> a pal of cocaine, a pal of weed, a few hookers, and see what they actually do because that's really what the issue is. Hey, that's prime time. These guys go crazy. Yes, you know? exactly. And you look at the like Antonio Browns and those dudes. Yeah. Well, you know, so let's that's that's the test, right? Yeah. Let Let me give you um, eight million dollars. Right. And and all the all the uh, trips to Thailand you can handle. Then let's see what That's happens. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. That's right. At twenty two years old. Yeah. You know, if you did that to me, I'd to be, be dead. To be fair, though, they did that to Lawrence Taylor, and he got him into the Hall of Fame. I'm <laughs> 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 just saying. Uh, that, that's a good, but but I mean that's the whole point of it though. The the numbers of it, it's it's ridiculous. It's fun to some watch. Of the, some of the highlights from. The combine was the 365-pound offensive lineman. What was his name? Becton. He ran a 5-1. Uh, another offensive lineman from – oh, where the hell was he from? Uh, Iowa ran a 4-8. Uh, well, that's impressive. The receiver class is stacked, so you don't need to go – up high to get a receiver, but you know why the receiver class is stacked? Because everyone runs a spread. Yeah, so, there's high school, so there's junior high. There's fucking five receivers on every team that catch balls for 135 teams. Like I also, yes, it's stacked. I also feel that the quarterback staff is, uh, well, it's pretty high. It, I mean, there's more need in NFL than what's in the draft this year, but there's a lot of great quarterbacks out there right now. You think so? Yeah. Hmm. So I got I mean I, I got I got Burrow who I think's an NFL quarterback. I mean I, I'm not you know, you never know like the system and everything. Like I'm obviously high, if Brady gets drafted by a different team, right. You, we I'm don't high, know who I'm Brady high is. on Jalen Hurts. Uh Tua if he gets healthy. You know, there there's several guys out there. Uh Herbert, they keep pushing him. He'll fall to someone. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He'll be the um he'll he'll get He'll get three years of starting for somebody and win eight games. It's so it's so hard though because every one of these quarterbacks they get in the NFL and they're they're good for a year or two and that's it. You know. Yeah, I, I'm wondering if Herbert. There's so many. The thing is, though, they never go anywhere. Right. Like seriously, like it'll be Matthew Stafford. Yeah. The the. Yeah, like uh, it was. Yeah, I mean Stafford. He's in tramp. He's, he's even a starter. He hasn't even got to his not starting days yet. Yeah. Like he'll have. 10 years and not starting like they, they get entrenched these high draft picks. I mean that if you're, if you want to have a good career and be able to remember your grandkids names, you want to be Justin Herbert. That's right. <laughs> like That's Matt right. Leiner had the best career in the history of the yeah. NFL. No, seven years, uh, no starts, shit. $80 million. Yeah. No, that one dude who was drafted by Yankees didn't play a full season. Oh, Drew Henson. Drew Henson, Henson. has yeah. the greatest pro career of all time. Yeah. And then he was drafted by Dallas, never played a full season in Dallas. <laughs> yeah. And walked away with like, I don't know, like $150 million. Yeah, he did all right for himself. Yeah. But uh, it's just, it, it's just such a, it's such, it's such a crapshoot that I, I, I don't understand. I know the combine is, it's become a TV sport, which is insane. Like I never would have, that's right. Yeah. That's, I that's, never would have guessed that. No. Like the, with this, we're just obsessed with football now. Like if, 
we're watching the Zephyl. We're talking about the combine. Like it's crazy, but what but gets, it's great for Indianapolis. I mean, you got to Indy. I assume that's yeah. I oh yeah, know. I don't think it's, it would work anywhere else. No, it's it's great. I mean, you go out there. It's it's a fun time. I mean, yeah. I've been in downtown when they've had it going on. I mean, it's it's. Well, I got cool. a friend that actually goes to the combine, interviews. Yeah. He's uh the, uh, he's the uh, like a the web the. Uh, Blog guy for the Green Bay Packers. Okay, yeah. He goes to the combine. He interviews guys. He has a great time. Yeah, no, um, it's, it's cool. Yeah, I, it's it's I, it's it's nice to see the players, but it's just so weird. But what I don't like is they want to show showcase these players on a Thursday night in February running forties. But if you even breathe a word about them making a dime in October when they're still playing at college, it's like right. it's they ought to stay in school. They ought to stay in school. As soon as they don't stay in school, it's like prime time. Like <laughs> we don't really want you to stay in school. Like Chase Young, y'all stay in school. Y'all stay in school. No, we don't really want you to stay in school. So it's it's so it it's it's pretty hypocritical when it when it comes to that. But you know, I don't know. That's just. What Sports do you think about Bill Belichick in Western Kentucky watching a pass rushing defensive end during the combine? I, th- I think his car broke down. <laughs> like, no, there's he no was, fucking. He was like way. down there picking up some bourbon. <laughs> yeah, and somebody caught him. Yeah, under, I yeah. think he walked up behind a black dude, and they're like, "Oh, look at Belichick working somebody out," and they had to spin <laughs> it. Like, there's no fucking. Like, that doesn't make any sense. There, there, that doesn't make any sense. So that that implies that Bill Belichick, the most successful head coach in the history of the NFL, is still the 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 lead scout on the ground. Come no. on, there ain't no way. There is, and his son is sitting there in the stands in a mullet. Like he go, you tell me, like he's so detail oriented that he's going to the middle of Kentucky in a rainstorm to check out a guy we've never heard of, and he's letting his son D2. wear a mullet. Yeah, D two guy. Right? Yeah, yeah. So no. Those two things don't coexist. There is so much, um, how would you say, that's game playing each other. There's so much uh, fake news out there or just gaming. See, I don't think so. I think they're all like literally like in the same. I think the NFL doesn't care what team does what. I think they're all, I don't think any, I don't think they hide secrets from anybody. I think they tell everybody everything. Because if that wasn't true, why would these coaches get rotated through team to team to team to team if they were really like – like when Harbaugh gets fired, guess what? He's not going right to Ohio State. Yeah. And you know what I mean? When Day gets fired, Which he's Harbaugh? not going right to Penn State. Which Harbaugh? Jim. Oh, the bad. But I'm saying in the NFL yeah, – like, he ain't going to Ohio State. No, I'm State. saying the NFL coach gets fired, he'll go like right next door and coach for the other team. That wouldn't happen if there was truly rivalries between these teams. You know what I mean? It's just one company, like playing intramural ball, and they're just billionaires that do it. That's what the fucking NFL is. So there's there's a hot take for you. Just you. ruined football. Am I wrong? <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. You're wrong. Why I'll do say- coaches Why do coaches rotate through four or five teams? It is a business. It's it's totally, it a but, it, but it's an organized business. The NFL is one company. Yeah. It's not thirty two companies. Speaking of that. Nothing I hate more than draft draft night than when uh, Roger Goodell, like some guy gets drafted, he comes out and he's smiling and he gives him a big hug, and then like the next day he gives him like a twenty five thousand dollar fine. Yeah, like that is the most. That guy is the most uh, 
insincere, insincere human cock being. Sucker that yeah, cocksucker. Yeah. I hate that guy more than anyone. Everybody in the world. hates that guy. Oh my god! Like he'll hug this guy. Welcome to the NFL. By the way, here's your penalty yeah. fine, five yeah. five game suspension. Yeah. Just yeah. you walk in the door. Calling for holding up on stage. Yes. But, uh, All right, so it's, well, we want to talk a little bit about free agency, but we can't because the CBA is not finished yet. Right, right. And let's talk a little bit about the CBA. We talked about number of players. Well, basically, the biggest the biggest thing is they're 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 negotiating seventeen games. We all know it's going to happen. Like it's going to happen. Yeah. But the, obviously, the veteran players are like like fuck that. I don't need you know whatever. Like and. I, I think that my uh, m- me personally, I think they're going. They got to eliminate a preseason game, which that's part of it. They're going to have to start playing a week earlier, which is going to cut into my standalone college football right, season right. opener and step yeah, all over it's, it. It's going to screw up at first weekend of college yes. ball, but you know, I don't. I don't hate that they're eliminating one of the preseason games. Oh yeah, those are you know meaningless. just just eliminate it. That's fine, but you know. 17 weeks is a lot or 17 games is a lot that's a lot it is a lot you know when you get into november you're like starting to think about yeah how much longer is this season well, not, think about a rookie. not that you're sick of watching football it's just it's a long season yeah that's i, I don't need actually i don't yeah. like i don't know about you guys i don't feel like i was short of the game yeah we don't need to turn it into nascar Right. Yeah. NASCAR season's like 13 months long. Yeah. I mean, you can't turn in NASCAR because the machine does all the work. The human body breaks down. (laughs) Well, apparently. But they're the ones that games. Your star quarterback, your star receiver, your star pass rusher is. But they didn't didn't only add 17 games, they added a playoff game. That's right. Yeah. So, so, so if I'm correct, a team can play. 21 games and win the Super Bowl? Yeah. Like, but, but again, balls. it's a business, and it's about making money. Well, that's all it's about. So yeah. that yeah. all makes sense. I guess. You know. Well, if you water down your product too much, you're, in, yeah. you're not going to TV ratings. You're not going to get – you're going to actually eliminate – uh, so you're going to quit watching football because of 17 weeks yeah. or 17 games? Yes. Well, no, I don't, I don't know if you – I don't know if you <laughs> – Yes, quit. I am. You know what, though? <laughs> But we've said this. I mean, us three have had this conversation for years. I'm sure that baseball said that in 1970. Like nobody will ever stop. Nobody will ever stop caring about baseball. Yeah. Like nobody cares about June, July, August baseball yeah, that's at true. all. That's true. And, and and in the 70s, the 60s, the 50s, they were like nobody will ever stop caring. You can you can do whatever you want with yeah. baseball. Nobody will ever stop caring. Like people do. Like you you know you get to 17 games. There's going to be a game in October, November that that people are going to be like, eh, maybe not. You know, I might, I might check. Like the the Superdome in uh, Detroit, or no, sorry, Silverdome. <laughs> not not the, not the Superdome in Detroit. The Silverdome. You need another drink. The Silverdome may not may not be filled on October fifteenth. Right. Is is what I'm saying. Like it can happen, but you know they don't care. Take the money now. Take the TV contract now and go. But. Well, baseball has, has has had their they they've been hurt by this. There there's not a lot you know so, sellouts game one, right? So I mean, it's the hubris of it. Yeah, yeah. And no one gives a shit about basketball during December. But let, professional basketball. What's what's the bottom line though? The old dudes that own the NFL don't give two shits. They're like, I want to be dead before you guys stop caring about the NFL. Like twenty year olds don't own NFL teams. Hmm. I'm just saying. Yeah, like it's true. Yeah. 
Fox is still going to write that check. NBC is still going to write that check. Like, so a couple other things in the CBA they're talking about is extending the number of players too, from fifty-three team uh, players on a team on to the roster, yeah. uh, roster to like fifty-eight, sixty players, and I, I like that. Oh yeah, I, yeah, mean, I do too. I think I've always said more players better. Well, I, I never understood why, why have the restrictions. Why, why fifty-three? Like, like where does that come from? Now, what's that number from? No, like I 53. I mean, 58 or 60, I think, is perfect. You yeah. Know. Well, back in the day, like uh, in college football, you you could have 108, 108 people on your freaking team. That seems like a lot. No, like that was the whole thing with uh, Alabama and Ohio State and Michigan. Like they would sign people who would never see the field and still get yeah. drafted in the NFL. It was crazy. Well, that's CBA. Well, is that our draft talk? Yeah, I think that's the – that's probably the most CBA talk we'll ever do. Well, well Stush, you're a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Who do you want to get in the draft? Yeah, what do you want to do in the draft? <laughs> I don't know who I want to get. You know, first of all, the Steelers don't even have a first-round draft pick this year because they trade. <laughs> so, so, I mean, they, they don't even have a first-round draft pick. Who do I want to see them draft? I want to see them draft offensive players. I don't care if it's running back, tight ends, uh, wide receiver, or quite honestly, quarterbacks. Well, you know, your running back was a staple. Yeah, you don't love that guy. He you didn't think? run laterally. You think? Yeah, <laughs> he's the greatest. No, our offense was the weakest part last year. But here's 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 the one thing to keep in mind: the last time that the Steelers took a uh, uh, offensive player as their first pick in the draft was 2012. They Holy took David, cow. David DeCastro, which is a great pick. Good pick. Good yeah, pick. He's, he's a great offensive lineman. But, again, you know, the Steelers, you know, they'll probably come out and they're draft gonna, some damn defensive back or something. Fits, they're going to Right, or linebacker. Two linebackers. I swear you know. to God, if I see that, I'm texting you immediately. <laughs> you I'm should. I'm texting okay. you You should because you'll hear me. No, I, I, and the first thing I'll say is don't jump. <laughs> so here's, here's a question with – with the uh, tight ends this past NFL season, they, you know they call the NFL copycat league all the time. The the tight ends were by far the story of the past season. Is uh, our team's gonna jump up and surprise people and take some like crazy like freakish tight end that that has a forty seven inch vertical jump trying to uh, trying to capture the the magic of well uh, we talked about this last podcast do we do we see a change or evolution in NFL we see a lot more 21 and 12 personnel but it, you know, here's the thing if, I think so it, yeah. if the so I think it helps your I think it helps a bad quarterback absolutely but if the personnel ain't there like if you can't draft the, the tight ends ain't there like you might see this guy's a great pass rusher or this guy I mean I'm sorry this guy's a great pass catcher or this guy's a great uh blocker, blocker. Uh, the Kittle and the Kelsey's just might not be there. You can't change your offense. So uh, we might see a few tight ends picked higher than we expected, but uh, I think you the will. wide receiver oh, I classes. Think you will. I, I think, think you'll, I think you'll yep. see some reaches at tight end. Yep. It doesn't mean it's going to change the league. No, the league the league never really changes. It evolves. But it, it, it just kind of like, it, it, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It, it kind of like. It might change shape. 
I mean, it'll never change. You know what, though? And if that guy don't, if no, that guy, what? that is so wrong. It's not even funny because how many snaps do you see under center now in the NFL? And six years ago, they were saying you couldn't draft a guy because he had never took a snap from under. So actually, yeah. I go quite against that. The NFL has one hundred percent changed in the last six years. It's completely changed. Against what? It, it was everything was under center. No, I ten didn't, years ago. I didn't say anything. Like you no, know, I said that. I said the NFL doesn't really change, but then I'm like, no, it totally changed. It constantly evolves, but the personnel ain't there. But go ten years ago, like they weren't shotgun every play. Well, Patrick Mahomes didn't exist. Okay, 10 years ago, I have you know? So, <laughs> yeah, Pittsburgh needs an offensive player, and they draft this tight end project. Mm-hmm. Are you going to be pissed or are you going to be excited about that? No, I'd be excited about that. Really? You have yeah. no one to throw him to. Hodges, Maddox. No, I think it changes your quarterback position, though. I think you can put a good tight end in. Right. And, and you can make a bad quarterback at least a little bit better. I'm not saying you're going to make him great just because you drafted a decent tight end, but I think it helps him. I just think that, but I think the whole thing is getting the offensive line and the tight end and everybody moving around. I think that makes it so much easier on a quarterback. I'm all about. It's exactly the opposite of what we talked about. The Zephyl is that these quarterbacks are like snap the ball. It's got five guys standing up in front of them. They got to try and make a play. There's no, there's no. well, rarely, manipulation of anything. Rarely do I see a project work out and uh, a product is what I want to see. Like some guys, like you knew who they were when they came into the league and they, they stayed that guy. So like my theory is I want a, I want a product, not a project. So here's a question, though. Uh, what what tight ends are coming up available? Exactly. It's all about wide receivers, linebackers, offensive linemen. Look oh great. no, there's this dude. There's no tight ends. This there's year. no tight ends this yeah, year. So <laughs> that's why that's why I'm asking if somebody's going to reach him. Like, oh, that guy ran really fast and take. They're him just and, not there. You can't change your offensive because they're just not I, there. I know that, and you know that, but they know that. They know that. They're well, not going to change. You what think they're doing. they do? But I want a product, not a project. That's you know, a fair way to draft. So who, who's the Browns taking? O line. Absolutely, and I was first. I, I really want that huge freaking guy, but that uh, that Swifter guy. I don't know how to pronounce his name. What's mm-hmm. his name? You don't know his name. There's there's several you. great offensive linemen. We drafted ten, and I was really worried we I, they were going to get the guy. I, I think you can always get an offensive lineman because there's there's so many. I don't I don't think offensive linemen. They're not like quarterbacks. I yeah. want that left tackle. I, I think that's a unique position. I want that left tackle. I want a decent yeah, left tackle. Yeah, see, I'm not a left tackle guy. We talk, I think we've talked about this before. We talked about yeah. off air. Yeah, off air. Off, off air. air. We, we talked, talked about, about that. This. I am big left tackle guy. Yeah. That's still a, a dominant position. You can rotate center guard. You can rotate right, right guard, right tackle. But left <laughs> tackle is a very unique position. In, in my book, I'm sorry. That's why I, I guess want. it depends on your offense. Yeah, my it offense depends is on the offense. struggling right now. Yeah, that's true. You have no idea what your offense is going to look like, do you? No, I think actually we do. We got this guy from Minnesota. They're going to run. It's more of a spread. Uh, Baker Mayfield. And, you know, I I do like what Baker Mayfield said. He said uh, he didn't say they want me to lose weight because I'm going to have to be more mobile. He said, I need to lose weight because they're going to need me to move around more. Like, he immediately 
it wasn't about what they want from him. He immediately like bought into the system. It's just the way he worded mm. it. Like he's like, okay, I'm in. I don't think he had any leadership last year. And I feel like, okay, I got a guy in here. He tells me exactly what he needs from me and I'm going to do it. Yeah. So I like that. Was that when he was checking the smoke detectors in the stadium? <laughs> was he wearing a bathroom? I like his commercials. I do like his commercials. You know, fuck you, Steeler. <laughs> Stigler. Stigler. He, he, he won the Super Bowl commercials this year. He did. he did. Yeah, because he did them and wasn't practicing. I'm sorry. That was terrible. Like, I don't need you. Lamar Jackson didn't make any fucking commercials. He's fucking awesome. Don't make no commercials. He's going to win me football games. Yeah, that's a good point. All right. Liam. The team announced today you'll be replaced in the lineup with an untried rookie. Your thoughts? Well, Chuck, at this point, it's pretty much out of my hands, so I just have to do what I can to motivate the rookie. Leon as mentor, then? Exactly. I got to let him know that it's dangerous out there and that he could get broke up real bad or disfigured or maybe even killed. And that's supposed to motivate him? Yeah, to quit. I want my job back. Welcome to Leon U freshman orientation. All right, guys, it's been a... I know. Oh. It's been an interesting few minutes. I don't know what happened. But um, turmoil. <laughs> it's there's there's been a lot of stuff. Uh, the fellow podcasters out there, will, a little turbulence. Will, yeah, a little turbulence in the situation, but that's fine. So, what we talked about before we went to an extended break is um, our buddies from uh, Two Board Dads podcast, Andy and Mark. Uh, last week, uh, the segment on their show, they do Mount Rushmores of different things. They've done fast food. Um, they've done, um, you know, like they did a uh, baseball player stuff like that. So a couple of weeks ago, they did a Mount Rushmore of NFL players. And I'm like, well, yeah. I got to comment on this. So I comment on it and, uh, they were nice enough to put it on their show and, and give the aftermath a shout out. And so, uh, I asked them, I was like, would it be cool if I, uh, if I asked my guys, we're going to, we're going to do a, uh, <laughs> We're gonna do a show this week, and you know we could just send this segment to them because this is all they want. Yeah, I'm going to. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I'm gonna ask my guys, the, you know, their opinion. They're like, I oh, sure have fun with it. So uh, I ask you guys, do a little. Wait, wait, wait. It, it called Two Board Dads. Two Board Dads is the podcast. Yeah, it's it's really cool. It's uh, if you if you if you're listening to this podcast still, and <laughs> you're gonna like theirs. There's general, but uh, when they they're not specific football, but they know their football. They know all their right, sports. All right, so all it's, right, it's, all right. Cool two, two board. Okay, let okay, me. First of all, though, out of Jersey though, and one of them's never seen Goodfellas, but that's a conversation that we got to have at a different time. That's weird. Yeah. Let me. Hey, let I'm me. Let, let me just jump in here. Okay. All right, two board dads. Let me. Let me just tell you what it is. It goes Jim Thorpe, Paul Brown, Jim Brown, Otto Graham. Good night. Hit it, Godzilla. Thanks for listening. Podcast <laughs> So anyway, so your homework was to come up with your Mount Rushmore. So Stush, what was your Mount How Rushmore? How could you disagree with that statement? Before I give you mine. No, no. That's, you go next. No, I don't because I don't want to. No, you go um, next. Was that really your Mount Rushmore? It's pretty damn close. Okay. Really? So mine was Barry Sanders, Jerry Rice. Barry Sanders never won Super Bowl. Don't you ever Barry Sanders never won Super Bowl. Barry Sanders walked away from the game in his prime. Yeah, go ahead. You're saying good nothing but good things about him. He didn't. He didn't care. He he cared more about his teammates. He's just another. He's another highlight film. Anyway, Barry he's Sanders. He's the Mike. He's the Mike Allstott of Detroit. <laughs> oh my, <laughs> my god. god. I'm coming in hot. We've, there's been a law of whiskey. Oh, it is two more dads. Is. What is the, this? 157 proof. It's 157 proof. That's the only way to kill the coronavirus. And you fucking love it, and you know it. It's the only way to kill the coronavirus. Yes. Two more dads you come to the whole show to go. So I had Barry Sanders, Jerry Rice, John Elway, 
And the one, the only. John freaking Elway. Wait for it. London Fletcher. Ooh. Argue with that, bitches. That's, uh, that's, the, only, that's the only one on there I won't argue 16 with. 16 years, played 16 games at middle linebacker. Middle linebacker, too. If you, if you Back when they ran the ball. Yeah. The, the only reason everybody Ooh. even questions me saying it is because he didn't tell everybody how great he was, like we talked about Deion Sanders earlier. Yeah. Like, somebody put Deion Sanders up there and they'll go, oh, yeah, he probably deserves to be up there because he said he did. He looked like Coco Beware. Yeah. If, if you had to draft a team right now for the next 16 years, guess who you would take? You'd take London Fletcher over oh, yeah. Deion Sanders. Absolutely. Anyway, okay, that was, okay. That here's, the, here's the argument. Just in that There's position. There's no argument. In that position. Like I can't believe you're even arguing this. Ray Lewis over over London Fletcher. I oh, love London, London Fletcher. Oh, I'll give you – I mean, uh, if you want to go there. So, how come you didn't put London, uh, Ray Lewis in front of London Fletcher? Because I see the Mount Rushmore. I didn't rank the top four players of all time. I ranked – if I was – driving into South Dakota, and they're like, that's the Mount Rushmore of NFL players 100 years from now. I think London Fletcher deserves to be on there more than Ray Lewis. Stush, what is your Mount Rushmore? Daniel Boone ain't on Mount Rushmore. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I know. I'm sorry. I've had a lot of whiskey. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Stush. Walter Payton. That's my man. Okay. No argue with that. Jerry one. Rice. I had Jerry okay. Rice, God too. damn, you freaking flighty. I had Montana. Okay, you went so Montana. Montana. You went Montana. Montana. But here was here was my uh, differentiator, Dick Butkus. Oh wow, you went Butkus. Created the middle linebacker position for the most part. Wow, come on, you can't you can't argue uh, hey, with that, Max. Hey, come on, the Jerry Rice thing I have a problem with. Was that Jerry Rice played for nineteen years in in a in an error. When you could five to oh four. When you still put your hands on a lot. When center. you could literally still hit people. Yep. How can you not include Jerry Rice? Well, for one thing, he didn't play against your guy. What um, Mel Blunt? <laughs> Mel Blunt would just the guy. So never, that's the argument. If you didn't play against another guy, <laughs> that's a start. That's a start of the argument. You said Otto Graham. Like I think guy he played, won eight I th- championships. I think Otto Graham played just before LT. Like you can't just say because he didn't play against the greatest what, what, player what's ever. What's LT you talk about? Lawrence Taylor. Either, either. Well, that Lawrence Taylor was on cocaine his entire professional career. Hey, so he he's got it done. He got it. Done. That's all I'm saying. He got. You got to do when, what you got to do. That's true. Otto yeah. Graham was huffing arsenic. Yeah. the entire time. Uh, <laughs> come on, tell us the four Browns player you're putting on there. <laughs> Mount Rushmore. Uh, I am definitely going with Jim Thorpe. Okay, as my yeah. Mount Rushmore. Yeah. It, it, I might go. I mean, he never. Technically played in the NFL, right? Or was he in a? He's like, considered. The, he's he con- considered the father of professional football. Okay. There is a life-size bronze statue of him in the Football Hall of Fame. Okay. So nah, he's going on my. He's go. He's right. definitely on there. And, and as far as Mount Rushmore goes, you're on the same path as me. So I, I threw out a lot of guys out there just to irritate you guys. Uh, <laughs> and you know, I I love Walter Payton. He might be up there before uh, Jim Brown in my book, only because I got to see Walter Payton and I didn't get to see Jim Brown. Oh, we could do a whole show on Jim Brown versus Walter Payton. Yeah. And Emmitt Smith is not considered in that conversation. No. God, no. no. Uh, So, Tom Brady is definitely on Mount Rushmore. You think? Really? Really? On on my Mount? I I don't know. Just because you hate him doesn't mean he's he's not. he's still playing, too. It, I didn't put guys that are still playing. He's. I probably put Brady. I almost. I would put Tom Brady. But Stush brought it up though. Okay, if you're if I'm compa- like right now, I got to argue Brady Montana. 
Well, guess what? Joe Montana could get hit hard. Yeah, that, that like, was like, like Joe like Montana literally got his back it, That's what I thought about. Yeah. Like, these guys played a long time in a league when that you could still get smashed. difficult. Yeah. Now, but the athleticism was different too. So, so I guess you know maybe. Well, also right, like two right. decades, eight Super Bowl uh, appearances, six Super Bowl championships, like. You know, Tom Brady's got some fucking stats. Too. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying Brady's bad. So, I got Jim Thorpe. I'm not Thor, putting him on rush I'm talking about Walter Payton. Uh, you got Tom Brady. Tom Brady. And then Tom Waddle. <laughs> I saw his <laughs> Where did you? <laughs> I'm going to tell you. What in the fuck is going Tom on? Waddle. I saw Tom Waddle get two knockout concussions in the same fucking drive. <laughs> He got knocked unconscious twice in the same drive. So, so he could he, he could survive head trauma. I just think Tom Waddle needs a, a special appearance on this podcast. I think we might be able to get that. Tom. It was in He's the same guy. fucking drive, dude. He unconscious twice. That's awesome. Because he knew he would take a hit, catch the ball, go unconscious, and someone else would score a touchdown. It seems like he'd get him on this podcast, though. I, I don't. Know I think he, we got a shot, but not yeah. Mount Rushmore. So I need to pick a. I need to pick my fourth guy. You need a fourth on your Mount Rushmore. Uh, you, I mean, you've got a decent one going. It's a decent. It's a decent. It's funny though. We uh, allegedly, if anybody hears the <laughs> the rest of it or not, ran our mouths about offensive linemen all night. And none of us even mentioned one. We didn't even pick one. I mean, I know. I'm gonna go with the guy. I, I was actually gonna put together a Mount Rushmore of offensive linemen. Oh, I just you should have. I know. You know what? I'll, I will ask the two board dads to just them to put that on their show. We can send it to them. I'll, I'll let, throw something. We'll to let you. them do the work. Yep. Hmm. I don't know. You need I, one more because there. I am from southeastern Ohio. What, you I gonna say Joe Burrow? I can't. <laughs> do, do we all? Do we all have to say Joe Burrow Joe now? Burrow. I was gonna say I can't count to four. He's, That's what I was going to say. And I was just going to have three people in Mount Rushmore. It's tough. Uh, innovator. You know, hey, you know, I'm going to say Belichick. Well, I never thought about a coach. Uh, what if I did this? But if you're going to say Belichick, if I'm really if art- Belichick then, it's, then it's Bill Walsh. That's exactly. Yeah. What if I'm really artistic and from one side of my Mount Rushmore, it looks like Bill Walsh's face and from the other side, it looks like Bill Belichick's face. Just And, and if you look straight on – it was Paul Brown. You're, you're <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Just making up mountains. I'm just making up mountains. <laughs> making up mountains. Well, uh, mountains. thanks for putting 15 people in your Mount Rushmore. <laughs> it ended up uh, being seven. I Matt, couldn't count to four, like, I and I made seven. You had one assignment. Um, but you know what, though? That is the uh, not even the worst thing that the three of us have done tonight. So uh, you're still ahead out of the three well, of us. Well, it is the worst thing the three of us have done tonight. That's exactly. Oh, exactly. that was cool. Out I'm, of the three I'm of kidding us. you. Oh. Now, hey. My apologies to uh, two board dads. Like it, that's hard for me because I love football, yeah. and I just remember the years and years of watching great players. And no, uh, great no it games. is it is hard. The more you think about it, because I, I you know when you sent well, that, you start thinking about it. Oh, I know, like, man. Oh no, that's why I asked him. That's why I asked him if they minded because like it's like once <laughs> you start putting that up there, you're like holy shit, yeah. you know. So no, anyway. I thought for, I thought for sure you would put London Fletcher on there, man. I was counting on you. I do love London Fletcher, but well, who doesn't? Everyone he ever fucking hit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but they even love him. I mean, they, they, I, they like, honestly, you, like Ray Lewis might. I mean, there's an argument for that guy. There's an argument for that guy. Yeah. 
I'm not saying he's, he's on my Mount Rushmore, but there's got to be a middle linebacker somewhere. Just nameless. That's my that's my fourth guy. Jim. Just a middle linebacker, Mount Rushmore would be a good one. Yeah, it would. Be. But but I but I but I'm not stealing the bit. I let those guys have it. I will I will chime in anytime they need to. I, I think I think two solid opinions and a third like advisory. That's what I am. I think that's all two two board dads need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they'll be good with it. I'll 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 send them the did, clip. Did the they only have audio they have... clip that's worth fucking? <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I am the one who serves the whiskey. Yeah. But I have a question. Do did they put up their Mount Rushmore? Yes, yes. I, I I meant to write them down, and I forgot. Oh, but uh, damn! I want to argue yeah, with it, complete strangers. At yeah, this point. yeah. There's uh, I I I I did forget. So you put me on the spot there. Now I feel I'm just God damn. Just say I'm just deleting all this. So. I'm like I'm just throwing you under the bus and yeah. I'm, I'm telling the guy and then, to, and backed up over back it. Yeah. Up. Like I needed that tonight. You know what I needed? <laughs> I needed more fucking turmoil. Thanks, man. Thanks for being there. Uh, all right, I, that is uh, the end of our um, <laughs> show. Uh, you know, as usual, uh, first of all, check out Two Board Dads. Cool guys, cool show. Obviously, check out the Tuesday Aftermath podcast. Uh, this is just to show you that you know we're not we're not done just because the season's over. We'll be we'll be in here and out for you know good shows like this. Check out Coach. Uh, Coach quarterbacks. Oh yeah, they're going through Philip Rivers withdrawal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This guy, this and guy pray needs some love. if if you believe in God, whatever God you play, believe in, pray for them because they might get Justin Herbert. <laughs> yep. Herbert. Yeah. Oh, that you know, that's at least two or three years of greatness. <laughs> two or three preseason games of greatness. A lot of people call Justin Herbert the White Lamar Jackson. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> a, lot, a lot of people are saying that. <laughs> Yeah, they're all it's just me and a guy. It's they're no, they're all on NFL Network. It's just me. Yeah, it's just me and a guy at Lowe's. But uh, yeah, get us uh, get at us on Facebook. Um, I want to thank Stush. I want to thank Max as usual for for uh, doing his percentage. I uh, I failed as uh, small as it is tonight. I failed miserably tonight. But um, he pulled up his end. So uh, all right, thanks everybody. Thanks for listening, and um, we will talk to you soon. Hey, uh, Lord of Lizards, what do you think of our podcast? <laughs>